You are now listening to Get A Go Vision GIGV Podcast. What's going on, G-Squad? It's your girl, Shar. I am the host for Get A Go Vision, and I am so happy to be here. Remember, every other Monday will be a new episode. I have to switch it up because your girl has been so busy doing so many things so i want to be consistent and i want to bring out some juicy stuff so it is mother's day weekend and it is mother's day and i am a mommy and there's so many mommies listening to this pod because it's all about women and embracing women and today's our day but This episode is dedicated to my son. I want to praise the fact that I'm a mother, and I wanted to do a testimony to let you know the struggles of what I had to go through to become a mom. And a lot of women do struggle with a lot of loss, a lot of miscarriages, um, a lot of hiccups along the way. And so I just want to, you know, share my story and let you know all the hiccups that I had to go through for many, many years in order to have this little boy. So happy Mother's Day, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Get into it. It's your girl, Shar, and I have a story that I want to talk to y'all about, or, and it's very dear to my heart, and it is Mother's Day, so this is a dedication for my son, Jordan Zion Charles. I love you so much, and let's get into it. Once upon a time, in my younger life, I knew I wanted to be a mother. At the age of 25, I started dating and then quickly engaged, then married by 27. Between 25 and 27, we as a couple tried to conceive, but it was it was a little hard. And within that time, a few miscarriages happened in between that. And let's just say at this time frame, I had four miscarriages, which was really, really hard and it put a strain on a relationship. I started researching fertility clinics and networking with other women. And take, take in mind, this was in uh, early 2000s and we didn't have internet like that. Like internet was there, but we were using like regular cell phones. I don't even think the Blackberry was out. That's to tell you how 
how long this was but on a serious note it was hard for us and you know finally at the age of 30 I got pregnant and by the 13th week I lost the baby and this was number five and this was hard because it was a little girl and a little girl this is something so uh, my husband really wanted a little girl so badly I wanted a boy but it didn't matter we just wanted to have a baby and it wasn't happening five miscarriages at this time and it was devastating I had gone to doctors and specialists and they told me to stop getting pregnant they actually said it was harmful for my body and I had to face the fact that I won't be a mom and I don't I didn't know how to handle that and I'm a fighter and so I listened to what they were saying but I was just going through so much and just imagine having all these miscarriages and I was a teacher at the time but I was early in my career and I had my bosses and people shung me for it they just told me to give up they, they're like what are you doing girl like just cut it out like it was almost like a game to other people and they just couldn't understand the seriousness of me wanting to be a mom like I knew I wanted to be a mom I knew I was going to be a mom but it was just hard for other people to see that and it was really hard for us too because people would always say so when are you having a baby not knowing that I had a miscarriage the night before you know and it was hard to keep it a secret it was really hard and my mood swings like I, I had a lot of moods and it was putting a lot of strain on our marriage right we couldn't even enjoy each other because we really wanted to be parents and I think I wanted it even more like he was more like if it happens it happens in the beginning he really wanted it and he was really focusing on you know praying and you know just understanding that it wasn't our time but then he was starting to get really angry to the point that he wasn't even praying about it anymore he was just like he couldn't understand that I was a good person and I was I kept losing babies so he kind of cut out that spirituality which was hard on us again because I really wanted a baby and I, I felt that you know manifesting and believing it's gonna happen so that was my mindset where his mindset he took it away he 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 wasn't having it anymore and i didn't want to give up and by daily journal writing and you know putting my life on paper <clears throat> and manifesting what i wanted and what i believed it, that meant for me i believed it and during this journey of my life and miscarriages i was a teacher working with young children having friends getting pregnant going to baby showers and children birthday parties this right there was hell for me you know it was hurting my insides to my core i became disappointed and depressed i cried a lot i was asking why is this happening to me until one day i had a vision from a dream that i should have given up don't mind my background this is crazy <laughs> I had a vision not to give up and we continue to try 
to get pregnant. So my husband and I, we were just like, you know what, we're going to continue trying. It was part of our relationship. We made love. We did all what we had to do as a couple, you know. And, but baby number six, by doing all that, didn't make it at all. And I was getting sick and very weak. My last resort was to see a doctor that everyone in Toronto was raving about. I remember him, Dr. Nato. The year of 2005, this doctor was from England and he moved to my city and a friend at the time told me to check him out. So we did. This doctor was the first doctor who told me from one visit that he saw that my uterus was a rare shape as a heart and tilted. So I was just like a heart-shaped uterus. Like that was so bizarre. But no one ever told me that that's what was going on. And that wasn't just it. It was tilted. So by it being tilted, my babies wouldn't, once they grew, they would fall out. They wouldn't stay. They would just expel, which that's how miscarriages happen. And not only that, it was due to a lack of progesterone. So... I was born with um, uneven hormones, so I have PCO. So whenever I got pregnant, a lot of times I didn't know because I wouldn't have a, a period, right? So there was a lot of things that I didn't understand. And this doctor right here, he expressed and explained it to me. <sighs> so hard to talk about this, but I'm talking about it. This is my truth. So he asked to proceed and right there in the office, he shifted my uterus and it hurt like a bitch. Like it was the worst feeling. I will never forget. It was like on a Monday and I remember taking a day off and my husband was there and he was saying, you know, this is going to hurt her, but you know what? She's going to be okay. So I think I went around the time that I was ovulating and so um, but at the same time, I wasn't really understanding. I was kind of disbelieving in him. Like, I was just like, what a wacko doctor. Like, what's he doing? Like, he hurt me. I came home cussing. I was so pissed off. I was like, this man's made me bleed. And I was so mad and angry. I couldn't understand it. So the doctor instructed my husband and I to ensure to have lots of sex. What once I got pregnant and again to refrain from having sex. So I basically, before I got pregnant, I'd had to have a lot of sex and he instructed that. And once I got pregnant, I couldn't have sex for seven months. So that was a long time to not have, but I wasn't pregnant at yet. So, um, he basically said refrain it and then proceed to use a suppository for 13 weeks, which will help um, harden the uterus and to prevent another miscarriage. So I was just like, whatever, you know, this doctor, I don't know what he's talking about. I just left it like that. And when I got home, I started to pray and write into my journal again. I didn't want to disbelieve the doctor because I had so much heartache of loss. So I decided that day to give up I just couldn't understand and I just asked God you know what what will be will be I give up I'm not even gonna bother and so that weekend rolls around it was a Saturday and myself and my husband was invited to a baby shower again so 
at the time I didn't feel sad about it I went and then when I saw the baby clothes I cried and I wept when I got home and I basically remember telling my husband I'm over it I'm done let's give up and I said you love me he said yes I love you okay so we ain't gonna bother about it and we just kept it moving we had sex all night and I remember clearly that morning I woke up and I saw a Hennessy bottle on the floor so I guess we were having a great time <laughs> and clothes everywhere and that morning I felt a little different I couldn't explain what I was feeling but I felt a little different I remember looking in the mirror and I'm like God you know it is what it is. I was sad about, you know, not having a baby, but I'm okay with not having a baby. I'll be babies to, I'll be a mother to all the children that I teach at school. And that's how my mindset was, right? So I was like, you know what? That's fine. And so three weeks later, I felt a sensation, almost like a UTI feeling. And I went to the doctor and I remember it was a Wednesday and it was a different doctor. It wasn't the natal guy. It was a different doctor, Dr. Alexander. And um, when I spoke to her about my sensation, she doubted me about me having being pregnant because I didn't miss a period. And she's like, you know, what? I doubt you're pregnant. You know, you've had so many mishaps before. And also you tried to have babies and you, you couldn't conceive. So, you know, let's rule that out and just treat it for a UTI, urinary tract infection. So I was like, okay, whatever. And I believed her. So she gave me the prescription, but Shy was really, myself, was not really feeling it. I said, you know what, I'm going to just go home, drink some cranberry juice. You know, it's my birthday. And I think, too, I wanted to turn up and... UTI medications you you can't drink it's like um it's a antibiotic and usually those things you can't mix drugs and and alcohol <clears throat> so I said you know what my birthday is Friday I'll do that after my birthday and to turn up and I got home and I just couldn't be bothered with it so I was just like whatever prepared for my birthday went out Friday to look for a sexy dress so while I was trying on the dress I got a call and this is what she said she's like hello Shirley I said yes she's like it's Dr. Alexander and I said oh hi she goes well I just called to find out if you started taking the prescription that I filled and I said no not yet but I will get it onto it and she's like well I don't want you to get it and I was like why and she goes because you're pregnant and I was like what and she's like yeah you're pregnant and I said it's my birthday and I can't believe you're telling me this and right away I thought about the, the special doctor and what he had told me and then I said she, I said, thank you. I hung up on her and I called my husband. And I said, holy shit, we're pregnant. We got to get to that doctor to start that medication. And so we did. We got the medication, but it was like hell because it was a compound and it you had to pay like $500 for that one session, which only had a duration of like 
eight weeks and then you had to fill another one so it was money at the time it wasn't even free and in Canada we have free health care but this was not covered so at the time it was like really hard for us to come up with the money but we did we found it I think family and friends actually donated us my money to have it because they were so excited the fact that we were pregnant with number seven and it was a long haul because six Within the six weeks, I started spotting, and I just remember going to the hospital, and I had my Bible on my stomach, and the doctor's like, or the nurse, she was like, um, we're going to have to give you an ultrasound, vaginal, and I said, no, nothing is supposed to go up inside of me, and she just looked at me like, what are you talking about? And I remember being instructed that I couldn't have sex, I could not have any vaginal tools, anything inside of me, because... It will tamper with the baby. So I just stayed and lied there for weeks. Like, I went home. I stayed in bed. I did bed rest. I wanted this baby so bad. And then finally, I was okay. And 2006, I had my special baby boy. He was 10 pounds. I had the best pregnancy Ever. After the 13 weeks of me doing the suppository, I had the best pregnancy. He was so big, so juicy, so plump, so cute. And he was exactly what I wanted. I asked God for a boy and I manifested it. And I finally had my son. And he's like the best gift from God. And I so love him. And I love talking this story to people, telling people this, my story, my truth. And I felt this was a great Mother's Day tribute that you should never give up. And for women out there who are trying to have a baby, I mean, this is my story. And, you know, it happened for me and he's my miracle. I did get pregnant two times after and lost the baby, the babies. Um, but, you know, I was meant to be a mom and God gave me my son and I'm so so satisfied for being a mother so for all the mothers out there you know love on your babies they're all miracles and happy mother's day to you keep fighting for those who are trying to have babies keep trying keep praying about it keep manifesting if you're not religious you have a spiritual side keep manifesting right your stuff down. Ask and you shall receive. Okay, that is my mindset and I'm going to bring this out to you. Listen, anything can happen if you put your mind to it and your soul to it. Trust and believe. So that's my story. Thanks for listening and I will see you again in two weeks. So every other Monday, you get an episode from your Get It Girl. So peace out, love, and don't forget to tell your friend and subscribe and leave a comment. Love y'all. Bye.